0: Welcome to the Foyn Jones Show Survival Special. In this mini-series of my podcast, I'll be talking to the industry's most charismatic leaders about the impact coronavirus has had on their daily trading. We will discuss their battle plans to fight back and share advice and guidance on how we can stay positive and optimistic in the most trying of times. Okay, so this is the second episode of our Foyn Jones Survival Special podcast. I've got Dan with me. Dan, good afternoon. How are you doing? Very well, mate. Yeah, good to be here. Good to get you back on the podcast, mate, because you were you was with us before in the uh in last summer when the world was a very different place to how it was now. But but they were troubling times because it was in the uh the 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 bath store sort of situation and we had you and Haley and Helen on talking about the uh the, the sort of the stay in the, or the going the gone and the, and the not going and uh, that was a difficult times but but we're faced with some we're well, being honest we're faced with a really really difficult passage of play you know it, it's it's unprecedented it's unknown you know we don't actually know what's around the corner um so what i'm doing is i'm inviting people in from our sectors people i know charismatic leaders Hiring managers, anyone who's involved in in our markets that we we service, to share their stories and see how they're being affected. And you're going to talk about the world of marketing, Dan, aren't you? Because that's your background.
1: Yeah, I've just um, just kind of finished a six month contract at home base, um, which was kind of predominantly getting Bath back on its feet, getting it firing all cylinders again. Handed that over now, and I'm uh, just in between roles, starting a new role next week. So hoping to uh, hoping to get back into an office of some sort. If not, I think. I've collected all my equipment ready to ready to rock and roll from home but yeah
0: will you be joining a new company remotely or will you be joining them in person that's uh well what do you think the heads or tails Have you had a decision now
1: it's, it's really difficult i think it's looking like it's going to go remote which is strange because there's a whole host of people it's a whole new business a whole new sector for me and mm. i've got to try and figure it all out via skype and you know the the uh, the technical issues that will probably come with that but um I think, you know, that's one thing that's really that's come to light throughout this whole process and this whole, you know, pandemic is I think businesses now, they're starting to realise the value of actually having proper infrastructure to make sure that people can work from home. Um, yes, you know, I think The office could be anywhere these days. And I think yeah. the people that are so kind of caught up in you've got to be a bum on a seat nine to five. That's very, very different now. And we're moving into a whole different realm.
0: Yeah no I I I really I really get that. I mean we we we've, we've adopted flexible hours, remote working, home working for a long time. Um it, it was driven by need actually as a, as a specialist recruiter, one of the one of the challenges you have is being able to talk to people at, at the right times or at a certain times. So so we 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 made sure that we were available before the working day after the working day, and what that does, that does it gives you access to people when they've got time to talk. You know, I have a lot of conversations with, like, you know, MDs, CEOs, owners of companies, early doors, or late doors, you know, either before they go to work or yeah. after they go to work. If you're a job seeker, you know, and you're, you're, you're passively looking for work, or you're practically looking for work, but you're employed, you really can't give a recruiter or anyone the time you want during the day, or you shouldn't be able to, so, so we, we do it that way, and it means that you know, I have you know back-to-work parents that that can do the school runs and they can pick some time up in the evening, and and it, and it works really well. So we are actually all geared up in terms of work where you want. Do you know what I mean? You can go work on the bench out there, you can work from home, whatever. We've got the systems and we've got great video technology, which <laughs> I couldn't make it work just now. When we're <laughs> this, but like, look, it, even with my even with my limited IT skills, we have got it going within a couple of minutes again. So we, it, do, it again. does it does really it does really work. But you are seeing businesses that institutionally would be in a call centre, they would be in a big sales office, actually waking up to the fact that they're not going to be able to do that if we're not isolating. We've got to be distancing. So, how can you trade? How can you do it? Um, what I want to try and do is, you know, how, how do you think how do you think the current crisis Dan has affected you know your previous sectors, you know, in terms of the marketing world and the sector you're going into in terms of marketing. How important is the marketing marketing strategy right now?
1: I think I think it's absolutely critical. Um, and it's for me it's not a time to to pull you know to pull all the budgets and, and and to stop doing what you're doing. I think what you've got is you've got this really interesting place where digital first has never been more important. You know, your your website is is now your shop window and that's it's, it's been, you know, it's been that way for a long, long time. But I think there are still some businesses out there that weren't giving it kind of the the credence that it deserved. But you, you've seen over the last few weeks, you know, it's the shops are getting quieter and quieter. People are naturally going to start to shop online because you're locked indoors. You shouldn't be going out. People are still spending money, and I think it's it's now it's a different type of marketing that we need to look at. We need to look at that whole digital journey, and we need to look at what we're we're putting into above the line on those channels. So, you know, the, the, the days or certainly, you know, for over the next sort of probably three to six months, you're going to see a lot less in-store activity, I would have thought. But mm. people are going to be pumping as much cash as they can into online presence, online awareness, and actually getting people aware of the brand. Um, that's the way I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to twist. And, that, you know, I, I think it's, again, it's a, it's, a, it's a really good thing in terms of it's getting the people that would traditionally not look at digital as a, you know, as a, as a necessity. And there are some businesses where, you know, digital is very difficult, particularly where there are complicated delivery systems in place. But certainly kind of smaller retail items that they're, they're primed for delivery for, you know, for next day delivery or five to seven day delivery. I think that's where people are going to kind of have to adapt uh, and adapt very, very quickly because you haven't got long to do this. You know, we're, we're in the midst of it now. Potentially, there's a lockdown coming any day soon if we, if we follow the pattern that the rest of Europe are going through. So... Time is of the essence.
0: Mm. So, so let me get a couple of questions. I mean, these these might be unfair because we haven't we haven't planned these. And they weren't in a our, our, our sort of pre-podcast meeting. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go go for it. So, so yeah, you know, I, I recruit as you know uh, heavily within two sectors. You know, the KBB space, so kitchens, bedrooms, bathrooms, and the builders merchant arena. Uh, wow. National, independent, regional wow. merchants from. Um, from, from your perspective as a, as a marketeer, as a head of marketing, what would you be saying to the owners of a kitchen and bathroom showroom now on a, on a high street in an affluent area who, in reality, maybe production stopped, so you know they're, they're going to struggle to, to fulfil some of their orders, but they want to be communicating with their customers, their clients, me and my missus, who, who still will want a kitchen at some point. How, what, what sort of strategy, what, what do you think they should be doing in terms of their marketing?
1: I still think you've absolutely got to engage your customers. You've got to get them online. You've got to make them aware of what you can do. And there's a lot that you can can actually do digitally. You can do remotely. I Mm. mean, you know, as long as the the client brief or the customer brief is very, very strong, there's absolutely no reason why your designers couldn't work remotely. They couldn't do those designs. They couldn't have those communications via email um, or via Skype, worst case scenario. I think, you know, um, Wix a few years ago, if I can kind of go, back to um sort of 2017 28 they were looking at uh that kind of digital dialogue with the customer so Mm. you know while customers would maybe come in in the early days uh and sit down and and give the designers what they want a lot of the communication from then on just became over email or became through almost like a google chat so Mm. i think a good designer doesn't need to have a customer sat in front of them they they can Mm. do it in other ways and i think that's the key thing and uh, and Make sure your staff have got the systems in place to do that. So, again, this is where I think time really is of the essence. If your IT infrastructure isn't, isn't good enough now, that's where you should be putting your efforts, um, along with making sure that people know what, you, what brand is available. And don't forget, you know, this is, this is not forever now. Um, everything will settle at some point. It may I mean, take six I mean, months, I mean, it may take longer.
0: Because, you know, I was talking to, 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 to a business owner, and he was saying that, you know, what he wants to do is still be visible you know he wants to still be supportive to be visible he 's from the real world he knows that you know his, his sales his sales pipeline is going to slow down if if not stop his, his ability to service the orders that that are ongoing and some of the projects that are ongoing is going to be challenged you know he may fulfill one hundred percent of them fifty percent of them doesn 't know but but that that 's the unknown but I think the the, 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 what I took away from, the, from his conversation it was, you know, he wants to be able to talk to people. So if he can't meet them, you know, he's going to be using social media. Yeah. He didn't want to. He didn't want to do it on autopilot. You know, said, that don't feel right. I don't want to schedule updates and and keep telling this or that. I want to try and try and engage with people in a way that lets them know, you know, we're here, we're suffering as well, but we want to be here in the after show party where we're all coming out the other side so so respecting how important your clients and your contacts and your customers are and and reaching out to them probably i wouldn't say necessarily investing any more money i.e financial money uh you might be investing investing a lot more time but investing time on, on taking social into a different kind of platform not wow here's a lovely kitchen or this is what we do but you know okay this is what you could be doing to to keep designing, or this is what you could be doing to plan for your, your your new kitchen while you've got time to look at it. Have you seen these new trends? Have you seen these new products? Absolutely. You know, yeah. And you're trying to come out with it like that. I don't, and I you know, I don't, I was listening because my 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 take on that conversation is when when you need to bring staff in again, you know, I want to be there supporting you and working with you. I actually understood when he said that you know, I'm not gonna be able to carry on recruiting at the moment. Yeah. But, I didn't challenge that. I didn't. You know, I said, do you, do you want to do some video interviewing online, still keep the candidates engaged? He said more than happy to do that, but we oh. need to be really honest with oh. them. And we, sorry, my, my, my dog is, my, my puppy is. <laughs> there you go. Um, but, but we want to be able to, to engage with them. Um with the with with the with the knowing that there may be a delayed start date, it may be an offer subject to trading conditions improving. But you know what he didn't want to do is give too much false hope because the reality is he's going to be battening down the hatches to make sure his business and his showroom survives. Is that well? I think sense?
1: I think that's that's you've hit the nail on the head there. Really, I think honesty is the biggest the, the biggest tool that we've got, and I think that's what that's what colleagues that are kind of under a cloud at the moment as to what's going to happen next, customers. I think everyone just wants a bit of transparency and the, the truth is we don't know what's going to happen we don't know how long it's going to take but I think making making false promises is just a, a dangerous place to be so mm. have those have those grown up sensible conversations with your teams you know look at different options I think um again going back to when you know when we're in sort of uh, economic crisis as well I think a lot of people are very very quick just to cut the numbers and and you know and make a quick a quick saving there but I think a lot of colleagues, especially, will look at other ways as well. You know, take some unpaid leave if you can, you know, reduce mm. your hours. I think have those conversations up front and, you know, work with your people, work with your customers. They'll they'll tell you what the right
0: thing to do is. That's that's, that's what we did here. And it's a small business. So we've got quite, con- you've got control over it. I've got good people here. And I've been really honest and said, look, you know, this has had a catastrophic effect on our trading and our cash flow. We will get through it. But we're going to all have to go through some pain, and that, thats why when I span you around just now and give you a virtual tour of Foyne Jones Towers, uh, there was a there was one Springer Spaniel, one cocker Spaniel puppy, and Holly Louise final. We did have a lot of here, mate, because you know Callum is Callum is working remotely. Um, Claire's going to take a little bit of take a little bit of time away this week because the schools are just closed, and we're and we're go again. So you know I've got people in different places, and we're having good conversations. But and they move, you know. When we were talking earlier on this week, um, one of the nationals we worked with were, you know, it was a difficult call. We're closing all of our vacancies, we don't want you to work on anything. Boom, boom, boom. It's like bang, bang, bang. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah, we understand. Now, you know, we spoke to them yesterday on a different matter. We're chasing some payments, and we spoke to them again. They said, look, you know, we are now thinking of the future, we do have vacancies that we want to continue recruiting there won't be any specific interview or start dates. We want to be talking to good people would you like to be part of that so yeah of course we'd like to be part of it on the short medium and long term so yeah so that changed in three days well, that, we, I mean you know I said this on on yesterday's show I, um Wednesday afternoon or Tuesday afternoon I was in quite a positive mood you know, I was up for it um 5 and 27 I was sitting on my car in the drive with my head on the steering wheel going like I've got to lift myself just to walk through the front door you 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 are you are in an unknown territory and and sharing advice and sharing guidance is is powerful I just want to want to tell you the power of social media for for me right you know I've got got decent connections you know people follow me some people like what I do some don't some like my hat some don't but I shared it was a brilliant letter that um that was sent from Travis Perkins, um, Grafton, and Sanger Ban. I saw from, this, uh, yeah. Right. Different text, right? Brilliant letter to go on. It's absolutely brilliant. You know, we keep the industry building, support all merchants, not just us. Powerful letter and fair play to, to, to them doing that. I shared that yesterday with, this makes me proud. I'm a builder's merchant boy. This makes me proud. So far, 27,704 people have viewed that. Um, that's just on my feed. That's not on the other people that are sharing it. That's off the Richter scale. Yeah. Do you know, and, it's, and that just shows that you know we can share positive news. It is difficult. I'm not one for, for wanting to see pictures of an empty supermarket shelf or people fighting over a loaf of bread or a queue around the corner. That don't really do anything for me. I, I'm looking at trying to, trying, to, trying to share good news, get people optimistic and build for the future. And, and if we can encourage everyone to do that inside of marketing outside of marketing we've got a half a chance and you've you've got to i think as well think about the people that that are affected by this dan you know they are being made redundant or they're losing their jobs for no fault of their own they've got to almost become their own marketeers because they've got to find a way of putting themselves back up there and what amazing platforms we have now from from instagram to facebook to linkedin to to be able to do that in a in a powerful way so you're absolutely right i think that's when That's was, got to be on your radar, I guess, going into the new role, isn't it?
1: Well, I, it absolutely is, and I think I kind of I take myself back to where I was. You know, I've I've been made redundant twice, sadly, in in the last two years. You know, for very different reasons. Barstow obviously went into administration, um, and I think you know, social and LinkedIn got me through some some slightly darker times because people generally do come out. They they you know they're positive. They want to help, um, and again, I think the selflessness of a lot of people, a lot of the connections I've got have been fantastic just in terms of circulating my CV. I've never done mm. business with them before, but, you know, I've known them through through the site. I've known them through connections. And I think it's it's great. It's a great way to network. And that's what I think a lot of people need to remember that as well. Don't just do it now. Keep keep it going. You know, once, I mean, once I mean, this is all that's over, actually,
0: make sure it's make interesting how, how, how social media moves, isn't it? You know, a few weeks ago, you know, we were all, be if you could be anything, be kind, right? For, for obvious reasons, yeah. you know, obvious reasons, high profile suicide, tragic circumstances, we were be kind, be kind and and people were going that way. You're now going down down the coronavirus and people don't know what way to turn but you are seeing, you know, examples of I think good use of content and bad use of content and some people are forgetting to be kind and forgetting to be nice because you go into survival mode, you know, that's why we, we called this series, you know, the survival series because we want our industries, you know, to come out of this the other side. We want people to survive um, it is going to be difficult, but we can get through it together. So, Dan, it's been brilliant to get you on, mate. Um, it's good to catch up with you anyway, and, and, and I'm looking forward to hearing whether you're working remotely, working working as part of the part of the team. <laughs> but we keep smiling, mate, and, and it's great you do it. If you could summarise two or three pieces of advice, you know, to people that are in your situation or facing what we're facing now, what what would you say to them?
1: I would say. Have a plan, kind of have a routine. Yeah. I think one of the easiest things to do is to get into a place where, you know, if you are unlucky enough to have been affected, you, you'll get into a funk, you'll kind of, you'll naturally think that it's a bit of a bad place to be, but, you know, get out of bed at the same time every morning, have a plan, do some exercise, get positive, get get active and, and actually come up with a a way to fill your day that's very, very positive. And I think, you know, as we've touched on, social media, LinkedIn, all these platforms people are going to be jumping on, you know, immensely looking at linkedin over the last few few weeks I mean it's been ramping up anyway lots of people sharing lots of positive stories um I think you know that's that's the key thing for me and and the other thing is it doesn't hurt to ask so as you mentioned mm-hmm. you know when when everything does settle down and it will settle down it'll be a very different world that we end up in you know for for a while anyway but that's the point where you know, you start making those connections now, start asking about what's coming up, keep an eye on the job boards. There are still vacancies out there. You know, I'm, mm. I'm in contact with a lot of recruiters, and all right, I've, I've I'm starting a new role next week, but I've spoken to three or four recruiters this week alone, and it's 50 50. So the, the,
0: there are people still looking for, um, for, well, for, for I, I'm talking to, to other recruitment owners in different sectors, and they're and they're kind of you know, different spaces and they're kind of business as <laughs> usual. I've been, I've been really on really honest in terms of myself, um. We have had, you know, all bar one or two of our projects put on hold or closed down. So so it's difficult for us. But that won't be forever. No. You know, and, and people want to hire, people want to keep trading, but we've got to get through this like initial period of, you know, let's let's look at our cash flow, let's look at our forecasting, let's make sure we're able to do it. And then you, everyone needs good people. And in tough times, the good people stand out and you want them even more. So, yes. so we have to, I mean, the, the thing I'm saying a lot at the moment and I'm, and I'm putting it in, in a lot of my content is stay safe, keep healthy and be positive because hopefully or we will all get through this together. So, Dan, you've been a brilliant guest on the Foyne Jones show. It's the survival series. Thank you so much for coming on. No, thanks, mate. Um, to talk. Catch up with you soon, mate. It's been a great episode. Take care, buddy. Speak soon. So that's the end of the show. We're Foyne Jones. Stay safe, keep healthy, be positive, because together we will get through this.